0: Today is the 27th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you today as we take steps away from Christmas, right? Still uh, move through the recovery process of the holidays and march our way through this week and find our way into a brand new year. And so here we are for the next step forward. And our next step leads us back into uh, the book of Zechariah, which we will uh, conclude in a few days. The last couple of days of this year will be in uh, the final book of the Old Testament. But until we get there, we're in Zechariah. And today we will read Zechariah chapters 10 and 11. Ask the Lord who make storm clouds to give rain at the right time for the spring rains, and he will provide showers of rain, and there will be crops in the field for everyone. But household gods speak wicked deception, and the omen readers see illusions. They report trivial dreams and give false comfort. That is why the people wander like sheep. They are in trouble because they have no shepherd. My anger burns against the shepherds, And I will punish the leaders of the flock because the Lord of armies cares for his flock, the house of Judah, and he will make them like his majestic horse in battle. From him will come the cornerstone, from him the tent peg, from him the battle bow, from him every commander. Together they will be like strong warriors going out into battle, trampling the enemy into the mud of the streets. They will fight because the Lord is with them. And those who ride horses will be put to shame. I will strengthen the house of Judah and save the house of Joseph. I will restore them because I have compassion on them. It will be as if I had not rejected them because I am the Lord their God and I will answer them. Then Ephraim will become like a strong warrior and their hearts will be glad as if from wine. Their children will see it and be glad. Their hearts will rejoice in the Lord I will whistle for them and gather them in, for I have redeemed them. They will be as numerous as they were in the past, though I scattered them among the peoples, yet in distant places they will remember me. They will survive and return with their children. I will bring them back from the land of Egypt, and I will gather them from Assyria. I will bring them to the land of Gilead and Lebanon, and there will not be enough room for them. They will pass through the sea of distress, But the Lord will strike the waves in the sea. All the depths of the Nile will become dry. The pride of Assyria will be brought low. The scepter of Egypt will depart. I will make them strong in the Lord, and they will walk in His name, declares the Lord. Open your doors, Lebanon, so that fire may devour your cedars. Wail, you fir trees, because the cedars have fallen. The majestic trees have been destroyed. Wail, oaks of Bashan, for the impenetrable forest has been felled. There is sound of shepherds wailing, because their splendor has been destroyed. There is a sound of young lions roaring, for the dense thickets of the Jordan have been destroyed. This is what the Lord, my God, said. Shepherd the flock which is to be slaughtered. Those who buy them slaughter them and are not held accountable. And those who sell them say, Bless the Lord, I have become rich. Their own shepherds show them no compassion, because I will no longer show compassion to the people of the land, declares the Lord. Look, I will bring it about that each one of them will fall into the hand of his neighbor and into the hand of his king. They will crush the land, and I will rescue no one from their hands. So I shepherded the flock for which is to be slaughtered especially the most afflicted of the flock. I took two staffs for myself, one I called favor and the other union. Then I shepherded the flock. I removed three shepherds in one month. I grew very impatient with the flock and they really detested me. So I said, I will not shepherd you. Whatever is dying, let it die. Whatever is being destroyed, let it be destroyed. And let those who remain devour one another's flesh. I took my staff, favor, and I broke it in two to cancel my covenant that I had made with all the peoples. So it was canceled on that day, and the most miserable of the flock who were watching me knew that this was the word of the Lord. Then I said to them, If it seems good to you, pay me my wages, but if it does not, withhold them. So they weighed out thirty pieces of silver as my wages. Then the Lord said to me, Throw it to the potter, this magnificent price at which they valued me. So I took the thirty pieces of silver and I threw them into the house of the Lord, to the potter. Then I broke my second staff, union, to break the brotherhood between the house of Judah and the house of Israel. Then the Lord said to me, Take up once again the equipment of a foolish shepherd. Watch closely. I myself am going to raise up a shepherd in the land one who will pay no attention to those who are being lost, who will not search for the scattered, who will not heal the injured, who will not nourish those who remain standing, but who nevertheless will devour the meat of the fat sheep and even tear off their hooves. Woe to my worthless shepherd, the one who deserts the flock. May the sword strike his arm and his right eye. May his arm wither away to nothing and his right eye become completely blind. Revelation 18 After these things I saw another angel coming down out of heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was given light by his glory. He called out with a loud voice, saying, Fallen! Fallen is Babylon the Great. She has become a dwelling place for demons, and a prison for every unclean spirit, and a prison for every unclean bird, and a prison for every unclean and hated beast. For all the nations have drunk from the wine of her adulterous desire, and the kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth became rich from the abundance of her luxury. And I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins and so that you will not receive any of her plagues because her sins have reached heaven and God has remembered her crimes. Pay her back even as she has paid. Pay her back double for what she has done. In the cup that she mixed, mix her a double portion. As much glory and luxury as she gave herself, give that much torture and grief to her because in her heart she says, I sit as a queen, I am not a widow, and I will never mourn. For this reason her plagues will come on a single day, death, mourning, and famine, and she will be burned in fire, because the Lord God who judges her is powerful. The kings of the earth who committed adultery and lived in luxury with her will weep and mourn for her when they see the smoke from her burning. They will stand far away because of terror at her torment and say, Whoa, whoa, the great city, Babylon, the strong city, for your judgment came in a single hour. The merchants of the earth also weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargo anymore. A cargo of gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple cloth, silk, scarlet fabric, and every kind of aromatic wood and ivory article, and every article made of precious wood, brass, iron, and marble, also cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive oil, high-quality flour, grain, cattle, sheep, horses, and carriages, as well as bodies and souls of people. The fruit your soul desired has left you, All your costly and splendid things have passed away from you. No one will ever find them again. The merchants who sold those things and were made rich by Babylon will stand far away out of terror at her torment. They are going to weep and mourn, saying, Woe, woe to the great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet, adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, because such great wealth was made a wasteland in a single hour. Every ship captain and all the ocean travelers and the sailors and those who make their living on the sea stood far away and cried out when they saw the smoke rise from her burning. They said, Who is like the great city? They threw dust on their heads and cried out as they wept and mourned, saying, Woe! Woe to the great city by whom all who have ships on the sea were made rich from her treasures, because she was made a wasteland in a single hour. Rejoice over her, heaven. Also, you saints, apostles, and prophets, because God has judged her for the judgment you received from her. A mighty angel picked up a stone like a large millstone, and as he threw it into the sea, he said, This is the way Babylon the great city will be overthrown with violence and will never again be found. The sound of harpists and musicians, flutists and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No craftsman of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of Bridegroom and Bride will never be heard in you again because your merchants were the great ones of the earth because your witchcraft led all the nations astray and the blood of prophets and saints was found in this city along with the blood of all those who were slain on the earth. Psalm 146 Praise Him for protection. Praise for protection. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will make music to my God as long as I exist. Do not trust in human helpers, in a mortal man who cannot save you. His spirit departs. He returns to the ground he came from. On that day his plans have perished. Blessed is everyone who has the God of Jacob as his help. His hope is in the Lord his God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything which is in them. He is the one who stays faithful forever. He obtains justice for the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. The Lord releases prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the aliens. The fatherless and the widow He sustains, but He turns aside the way of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, rules for all generations. Praise the Lord. Proverbs thirty, thirty-three. Just as pressing milk produces cheese and pressing a nose brings forth blood, so pressing one's anger produces a fight. Okay, so Christmas has come and gone. Do you feel it? Like, are you over it yet? Are you past it yet? We start feeling a few days after, like, okay, Christmas is over maybe time to take the stuff down, maybe just start thinking like this in-between week, start thinking about the new year. But there's something really distinct about that in between Christmas and New Year's, at least for me. And I think this is true for everybody because we see all kinds of magazines and reviews and the greatest of the year and look, look backs and all that kind of stuff. And so we, we sense that there's a new beginning coming. And so it's in this week, that we start thinking about where our lives are going more than uh, more than most other times of the year. And this is the time, right, when maybe you got a gym membership for Christmas or or maybe you're getting one and your first day is January 1st. Or maybe it's spirituality that's being contemplated, a deeper walk with God or a deeper understanding of what's really going on in the deeper recesses of our lives. Or we think about working harder in our job, maybe working harder in our marriage, in our relationships. I mean, this is what we usually do, right? We think about what's coming and what we'd like to achieve and what the next year might look like. And as we consider the resolutions that we are desiring, we might pay attention to the book of Proverbs because it can be invaluable in orienting us to where we should be heading and it leads us deeper toward what we desire, the desire for change and the source of change. So often when we're, we're like thinking of the new, year, new Year's resolutions, it's about what's outside of our lives, the exterior of our lives. Better house, better lawn, better body, better job, lose some weight, get a promotion, declutter the house. Proverbs can be really indispensable For us, as we look inside at the mess that's inside, we think if we can order the outside world and everything looks right, then maybe everything will just be right. When, according to Jesus, it's the opposite way. Get our house in order on the inside and the things on the outside start making sense and working right. And So Proverbs can help us to contemplate what's going on inside of us because it challenges the motives for why we do what we do and the motives for why we would make change. And it gives us wisdom that has certainly certainly gone through all the New Year's days since it has been written. Our reading from Proverbs today is just simple, just a simple thing that we can all agree upon, and then it pops us and gives us something to think about. Just as pressing milk produces cheese, right? And just as pressing a nose, like if you punch somebody in the nose, it's going to bleed. Pressing your anger is going to produce a fight or a quarrel. So yeah, if we churn cream, we're going to get butter. And yeah, if somebody gets punched in the nose, it's going to be a bloody nose. And, And we know that, like that's conventional wisdom and then Proverbs invites us to look inside at the corresponding reality within. If we're going to poke at anger then it's going to stir up a fight and so when we think about like this week between Christmas and New Year's and what next year might look like in so many ways we're thinking of what we would want more of and what we would want less of. And so do we want more conflict in the next year? Because Proverbs is telling us how to get that, right? Like if we just continually poke at anger, then we will certainly thrive on the turmoil that comes from it. But if we want more peace, less conflict, more harmony, more unity next year, then maybe we should consider stirring up less anger within and without and that doesn't mean like we just don't be angry there are times anger is a human response that has a critical role in our lives and so sometimes confrontation is necessary like just being not angry won't eliminate all the conflict in the world but proverbs is talking about the, our intention our motive if you churn butter that's an intentional act to get butter if you punch somebody in no nose, that's an intentional act, and it brings a bloody nose. And so if you provoke somebody to anger, even provoke yourself to anger, it's an intentional act. So if we just incorporate the wisdom from the proverbs today, if we just take that, it would rescue us from a ton of conflict that we don't need to get into. We'll have far more peace in our relationships if we're not poking at anger all the time. And so as we're thinking about what next year's supposed to look like for us and making our New Year's resolutions, let's remember Proverbs. Remember Proverbs as a guide that will fundamentally shift the way that we live next year and not just reorganize the furniture of our lives next year. All the things that we want to do outside and rearrange outside will have a far better chance of succeeding if we... If we'll do the work of what's going on inside of us and allow change to happen from the inside out. And so, Father, we invite you into that. You alone can make change. All we can do is surrender and open ourselves to the change. But for us to actually change ourselves, uh, we've tried that a lot. And... And you are the only one who can change us from within. And so we open ourselves to you and surrender to you and invite you to reorient our convictions and our postures and our motives to you. May we surrender and humble ourselves before you in everything as we march forward into the new year. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. dailyaudiobible.com that's home base it's the websites where you find out what's going on around here and so check it out check out the resources that are available in the Daily Audio Bible shop check out the community section and get connected in any way that you can and if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible as we wind down the days of this year thank you so humbly so profoundly thank you with all gratitude we couldn't continue if we weren't here together. And so thank you. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right-hand corner where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996 Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
1: Hello, this is Minita. Um, I heard um, Kingdom um, Secret Daniel uh, mentioning um, to pray for Susan in Canada, gas Yellow Flower, um, about cancer returning to Keith's body. I want to say a prayer too, alongside my brother. Thank you, my little brother, for calling in and requesting prayer for our sister. Father God, I come before your presence and thanksgiving in my heart. Father, I come before you knowing who you are. I come before you knowing that you are so good to us and you are our healer when we are sick. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, your son, that you visit Keith, that you restore his health once and for all, Father, in the name of Jesus, you can do this. You know how to do things, Father God. That's the way you work, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray, we pray for Keith. And we pray, dear God, that you please visit my sweet sister, God's yellow flower, that you wrap her, dear God, with your peace, your father, and your love and your strength, your father helper. I pray, dear God, that you. Show yourself really strong in her life. Father, she needs you more than ever, Lord God. Thank you for her encouraging words, for her prayers. Father God, she is strong, dear God. Please help her, Father God, in Jesus' name. I love you, my sister. Thank you, my brother.
2: Good morning, Dab family. This is Virgil in Texas, Calvary for Christ. First, I wanna say Merry Christmas to all of you, and I wanna say a prayer for all that have been calling in. I don't remember all the names, but I just pray for all of you that are struggling in their marriages, their relationships, those who struggle with addiction. I pray for Delta Alpha Foxtrot. I remember you, brother, and I'm still praying for you. Blind Tony, I think of you often. I'm praying for you. Those who are sick, and especially those with cancer, I pray for all of you for healing. May the Lord heal your bodies, strengthen you. And those that have lost loved ones, just I pray for your for comfort for peace with you. And may the Lord draw you near and help you. Again, I wish you all a Merry Christmas and I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen.
3: This is Linda from North Idaho. I'm calling to encourage all those who are grieving this Christmas and New Year's season. I'm calling to encourage you when you are grieving for the loss of a loved one whether it was a spouse, a parent, a child, a friend, a neighbor, a coworker. It may not be anyone you even know, like our Lisa, our Philippians 4-6 girl. We didn't know her in the flesh, but we knew her in the spirit. Or perhaps you're grieving your best friend, your canine partner, your feline friend, any other pet. Perhaps you're grieving a relationship, a relationship that's been lost with family or friends or your spouse, especially because of betrayal. If you're grieving financial security loss due to a job loss, a lack of promotion, inflation, or the inability to find a job. Your health, are you dealing with a physical illness, a mental illness, disease, age, injury, immobility, loss of motor skills, housing. Our precious Tony is not the only one who has lost his home or had damage to his home because of a fire. I know there are others on this in this family that have lost their homes or had them damaged due to fire, flood, wind, foreclosure. I think of all of those in Maui who have suffered greatly. We also suffer because perhaps you're, you've lost or your car and you don't have money for a new car or a bike and you're now having to walk. I just want to encourage you, stand fast. Our God is faithful. There is goodness on the other side. He will not leave you or abandon you.
4: Hello, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Jill in Texas. Um, I love you all. I've been listening for at least 5 years. Uh, It's just part of my DNA now. Um, Anyway, I love you all. I love to hear your prayer requests and all the wonderful things that God is doing and I pray with each and every one of you. Um, I have a prayer request for my nephew. He's 43. His name is Brandon. He had a major heart attack and it's um, become very clear um, that anyway that he needs a new heart. And he's listed as status priority one transplant candidate. So if you all could please pray that Brandon gives a new heart. Um, and he has a wonderful little family. And um, anyway, it's just been a roller coaster for my sister and all their family. And I just ask for my DAB family to pray. Please pray for Brandon. I love you all. And I'll try to call in more often. Signing off. Jill from Texas. Bye.